Welcome to Uncontained episode 45. I'm your host Aaron Static Render and on the show today I have Sebastian Vigo. He's a rapper, singer, podcast host, radio personality, actor, model. Um, I think he's just trying to find every angle into the entertainment industry and attack it from that side and then just take over the entertainment industry. Sebastian is a co-founder of Third Access Music. and You can find it on FCC Free Radio, Mixkill Media, and uh, yeah, the dude even hosted a pirate radio station when he was just a kid. So this is bound to be a good interview. He's even set you guys up with a few songs to listen to today. Uh, One to kick off the show by Mr. Murder Mittens featuring Sebastian Vigo called Streetlights. And right after this track, we'll jump right into the interview and stick around after the episode because we'll have one more track featuring Sebastian Vigo on it. Right now, this is Mr. Murder Mittens featuring Sebastian Vigo with Streetlights. They working hard, but I know that no one cares. I'ma play the game, cause I'm sick of fake players. All you do is smoke weed and stack the money up. All I do is keep it clean. Now we see the sun come up right now. All I want you all to do is just listen. Life is like a car, it's hard to crank the ignition. People always wanting money like it's an addiction. Just stop and take a moment, look at your life mission. No one said it was easy, it's complicated. Things are served on several platters, unless you made it a lot to your life. Completely faked it That's the shit I don't like This game's overrated All they in it for the money A boss they fire back They need to figure it out Keep their life on trap Things these days Had me lost and confused It just seems like I was always meant to lose Leave the street lights on for me I'm lost and don't know where to go Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home Leave the street lights on for me It's getting late so let them go Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home I'm getting a major headache trying to figure things out Wrapped around the inside, human on the out Trying to dream out life, that's what it's all about Till someone brings me back to the same old route I'm stepping in the game, better watch for your toes While the rest of y'all fall, what the hell you tripping for? Why play the game fair while others double dip? I'm the real deal, better get with the mix Did you get the message? Better look at your phone Mr. Murder Mitten gonna be your ringtone No more clones, it's all about the drones Thanks to the nerds, you're about to get pwned You say you got it hard, but I've been there, done that We started from the bottom and we ain't stepping on back We hungry for the fame, but haters leave us starving Grab the ball by the horns, it's time to start charging Leave the street lights on for me I'm lost and don't know where to go Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home Leave the street lights on for me It's getting late, so let them glow Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home Leave the street lights on for me I'm lost and don't know where to go Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home Leave the street lights on for me It's getting late so let them glow Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home Leave the street lights on Get lost in the jungle Motherfuckers calling you home like they want to rumble 
Better watch my back, they planning on my defeat My spirit animal's a bear like a cat, I land on my feet Just a Kelly guy with passion for music Yeah, I got talent, damn right I'm with music Haters are taken over by their big green-eyed beast And all the jealousy leaves you dead in the streets People murder their family, chasing the fame It's a damn shame how they enter the shady game Your life ain't appreciated until you die Now people are idolizing your life ha. Keep your eyes open and watch from the crooks I learned from Cool Breeze to watch out for them hooks They don't hate you until you try to make it You never appreciated life until they try to take it Leave the street lights on for me I'm lost and don't know where to go Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home Leave the street lights on for me It's getting late so let them glow Leave the street lights on for me So I can find my way back home How you doing today, Sebastian? Yo, I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Thanks for taking the time to join me on the show today. It seems like you've got a lot going on between acting, modeling, doing a few different radio shows, and music. Do you want to just take a minute and uh, let's first start talking about your radio shows. You want to talk about how you got into radio? Yeah. Um. I actually, I've been into radio since, you know, I was a kid, like anything, television and uh, media. Uh, when I was a teenager, I, sh- I uh, used to host a pirate radio station. So that was actually pretty dope. Right <laughs> and um, how I didn't get my ass arrested was <laughs> um, the trick was like playing clean music or uh, censored material during the day but at night 12 midnight it's like whatever goes kind of keeps you know keep the keep the fcc off off of you for a little bit you know for a little while still have to move but yeah yeah (laughs) and uh from there on i realized either during tv or acting or um just a tv or radio personality it was kind of my thing and something i wanted to give a shot so I, i reached out to a few stations and i emailed Personally, myself, no manager, nothing, uh, at least 100, close to 200 uh, internet and FM stations. Wow. Uh, a lot of them didn't respond or they say they would get back to me and never have, but it's whatever. Um, through uh, a mutual friend, I made connections with uh, East Coast Station uh, WIUV in, um, in Vermont and Virginia. They, they have a signal in both states. Okay. And um, so I was on the air broadcasting over there in the East Coast. Uh, in Virginia, I still am. But uh, Vermont, the contract was, you know, it was up. So Now like, you're in the – I'm sorry to interrupt, but you're in the Bay Area, correct? Yeah. I'm and, in uh, San Francisco. Okay. So you just have it piped into uh, Vermont. You record your show locally? Yeah, I record my show uh, locally. Uh, occasionally, I do a live broadcast that can um, syndicate to five stations that we kind of have a deal with um, for like emergency live broadcast or like a special show or whatever, like the Donald Trump thing where I did a live uh, broadcast feed for that on six stations in the U.S. and um, all from our San Francisco location. Okay. So, um, yeah, I record the show here uh, or I go to either I do it at home if I really don't have time like this week has been extremely busy um, or I go to uh, an actual studio and do the show there and we get together a few topics. Mostly we talk about 
uh, just musicians, but we also cover actors, um, models, and people just doing uh, awesome stuff like activists. And we actually have uh, more coverage, like actual in-depth coverage um, of the Standing Rock protests, if you heard of that. Um, uh, yes. Is that that's or is that the pipeline one? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's the that's the one. Um, actually, uh, I couldn't make it. I plan to go later on, but uh, uh, my my uh, guest co-host I had on last week, and also new pop R and B artist I have signed to uh, Third Asses um, label. I had uh, he he went to Standing Rock and interviewed a lot of people, and so we'll have a lot of footage from that covering it and uh, new dev- developments on the show. Uh, almost every week, at least, and um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a pretty dope show, and I really can't wait because I have a lot of stuff lined up. Like some stuff I have to push to the side just to make room for whatever because I'm like overbooked. <laughs> now, uh, I was looking at your website with you being part Native American, correct? Cherokee and Navajo. Does yeah. it have like a special correlation to your life, or is that why you're more interested in it, or is it just basic civil rights? Uh, a little bit of both, but also more personal too, because uh, I actually do have like relatives up there, and and I've been meaning to see them for a while, anyways. So, um, I wanted to show my support and get the word out there, because media was not really covering it at the time, um, until social media got it out there. How I heard about it was from uh, a Lakota friend. Uh, he used to live up there, but now he lives in uh, Arizona. But we still stay in touch. Okay. And he told me about it, and that's how I heard about it. I didn't even know what was going on. I, you know, it's just uh, a shame that our people in general is still being treated like this. You know, you you would think uh, the people of the land, the first peoples, would be treated like royalty, like uh, well, other country treats their first people. Uh, trying to think of a few, I'm not sure. I, I could be wrong, but you know, I'm not even exactly sure. <laughs> That's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of crappy how, you know, the native people have got just pushed around on the little reservations and now they're trying to run through that, but yeah. <sighs> yeah, and it's like it's bad enough cuz we're already tricked, you know, and into like having a land where there's like not much support and we have to do everything ourselves, but you know, to add the continue assault genocide attempts yeah, just add more salt in that wound, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear, I hear you, man. I hear you. It's, um, do you see like any progress with the protests? Like any difference being made that you've been reporting on, or is a what kind I, of a stalemate? Is more or less stale, but it's like there's a decision coming up, I believe like tomorrow, December 4th or something like that. Um, I have to double check, but uh, there would be like a decision made whether or not if people will be, I guess, uh, escorted, a.k.a. realistically uh, kicked off of the land for them to do that. And yeah, it's a really frustrating time. And it's just, it's just like how you're going to evict people off of, you know, their own land or whatever. Yeah, you know, you want to say it's safety, but I call BS. It's not really. You just want to do that, get everybody out of the way, prevent them from fighting just so you can do your, uh, your uh, I guess, search for more greed, greedy materialistics and money you think get you so much power, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, I hear that. The, the money greed monster, you know, is pretty powerful. But is there anything that, say, people listening to Uncontained, whether they're in the area or not, can do to help uh, support support the cause? Well, if you're in the area, you know, go out there, you know, march with us, man. Um, you know, show them it, the strength in numbers because they, they were really trying to keep all this hush-hush. And then uh, social media got the word on exploded everywhere to where the news stations have to cover it because everyone is looking at CNN like, you know, uh, what the fuck are you doing? You know, talk about this. You know, excuse my language. Uh, no, you, can you know, talk say about whatever this you want and, on here, man. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, they're bullshitting around and hiding everything. It's like, you know, talk about this, what's going on. Now we all know. So it's like the pressure uh, from social media to these uh, little paid uh, comfy ass little news outlets out there, CNN. And of course, God, the retarded Fox News. Can't forget about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, the slightly biased, slightly neutral ass kissing of MSNBC and. <laughs> Yeah, I have to point all that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it almost seems like the best news to listen to about America is like the BBC or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not even from here. It's like, and not even BBC America, but the original like BBC UK because they actually are uh, like more truthful with their media. It is not as corrupted as over here in the U.S. Yeah, it's not like quite sad. Yeah, it's like it's not like oh, there's not money in this story for us. You know, it's uh, mm. they, they're they actually reporting the news instead of, you know, getting, oh, this story will hurt one of our sponsors, so I can't report this. <laughs> type yeah. shit, or, you know? you know, I'm not getting a check if it is, or it might be deducted. Maybe I should not talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I can't piss off sponsors. But <laughs> anyway, all right, so let's uh, talk about um, you a little bit now. Uh, obviously, you're passionate about... Uh, about the pipeline issue, um, you have a lot of uh, music out as well, like with their, your third access, uh, third access label. You want to talk about that a little bit? Like, what all do you do with third access? I'm uh, trying to build it up basically from the ground up um, as a uh, multimedia uh, company um, for like film and television production to. Um, uh, script writing to publishing, distribution, uh, distribution um, to artist management, and so forth. And um, right now, I have a band signed to the label um, called uh, Shadow Candy. They're like dubstep and new metal kind of mixed together. It's a pretty cool combination. Um, the band leader, uh, shout out to Alex. Um, he has uh, he's our sister station. Uh, for the Third Axis Radio Network, um, Smash Rock Radio, uh, just all rock music, and they have pretty uh, dope commentary too. So check that out uh, out there. And um, uh, the music, uh, some of their music is on iTunes. You can listen to uh, uh, Devil May Cry is on iTunes and Google Play right now. So you can check that out. I have uh, a hip hop artist from uh, South Africa. Um, his name is uh, Gratitude. Uh, you could check out his music on um, Reverb Nation. is on iTunes, YouTube, everywhere. I've actually aired a few of his uh, recent singles and old stuff on Third Access Radio, and and uh, yeah, I just you know I really cannot wait till um, 
uh, work on a compilation album. I'm going to start signing more people and get them aboard and um, work on this compilation. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty dope. I, I can't wait. It's going to be all genres from uh, EDM, which is electronic dance music, dubstep and all that good stuff, to yeah. pop, to rock, to uh, hip hop. Uh, to metal, maybe a little bit of country, some jazz, you know, just a spice thing. So, like, right, like right the on. like the world's best gumbo, just spice it up. <laughs> there you go, there you go. And you do music as well. You said you've taken a little hiatus from it to focus on a few other things, but uh, I. I was checking out your profiles and uh, it says you can switch from like the hip hop to like acoustic rock yourself in your range of performing. Yeah. Um, I have lately I've been more focused on is it, it also depends on which music I've been getting into. Like I have a phase where I've listened to like, I hated rap and I listened to just metal or rock or electronic for like two or three years. And then suddenly hip hop became uh, I wouldn't say more, well, slowly more positive, but it became more, I guess, um, I don't know. I just slowly started becoming more into hip hop again. And now I'm focused more on that. But I, I can switch to like alternative, alternative or to dubstep or to EDM or to uh, acoustic rock or uh, if I really practice or try hard enough, you know, metal, you know, I, I give that a shot and. I can do a little bit of that. So it, it's like, cause I hate to be grounded into one thing. Cause it's like, yeah. I love, I love music. I love all genres and why not cover almost all genres, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. And, uh, you know, just get, uh, as you said, a gumbo going of music. And if you're rooted in one genre too much, that can just get stale. At least to me, I'm a little, I'm a little ADD when it comes to musical taste as well. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and also, it's uh, it's a good thing to uh, um, the uh, to have some diversity because as an artist, especially in in hip hop, which is like one of the top genres right now, if most rappers do not last more than four through five years. If you can last after two years, you're doing good. You can yeah. last three, you're you know, people are paying attention. You last four or five, it's like you're you're the you're the GOAT. You're G O A D. You know, you're Drake right now. You're uh uh hell, even Rick Ross or whoever, you know? And it's is hard and that goes for all genres. If you know, if you don't keep coming back with those hits, you don't work with the right people, you don't connect with the right people, you don't do the right things, you don't uh, do this, do that, which is um, a lot of bullshit, but also a lot of uh, commitments with the industry, you're not going to last long. It's that simple. So even if uh, when it comes to music, for me, the real reason why I took a uh, break from music um, was because I was having trouble like with, I guess, finding collabs because I don't exactly sound like everyone else. You know, some say I sound too much like a white boy or I sound too much like a gay white boy or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I've been working on that, working on my voice and kind of, you know, uh, I guess route my vocals around that. And, you know, not not exactly copying uh, another rapper or singer, but uh, incorporating that flow, that style that everyone is doing right now okay. into my own my own unique work. And really... We all did it. 
like the '90s had that sound, where even uh, even uh, Sublime, like you remember the alternative band Sublime. Oh yeah, they had the song, uh, you know, uh, "What I Got." It sounds like '90s hip hop. That the bass and uh, drums and stuff. '90s hip hop with that. reggae. Yeah, it was, everyone was doing that. So it was if that that was when hip hop was everyone's you know wanted to get on that aboard that it was either hip hop or grunge rock you know or alternative like uh you know Nevada or uh Blink 182 or something like that it was either one of or pop band maybe so it's uh, every few every decade or so there's a new sound and we're all guilty of at one point to stay relevant to copy that sound what the trend that everyone is doing at some point even if you make it your own you know make it uniquely yours but you're still using that same basic trend everyone else is doing. And you kind of have to to stay relevant, but you don't have to completely be a photocopy sellout. Very true. Very true. You know, you got to if you just stay where you were and don't grow or don't uh, change with the times, you get left where you were, you know. Yeah. So I completely understand that and taking a little taste, a little influence from other places and making it current and making it your own is not a bad thing to do. So exactly, man, I tried to, you know, I tried to um, as much as I can, but uh, I'm coming to uh, reality. Even at 25, I feel like I'm getting old as hell, fucking hell sometimes. (laughs) Like, I feel (laughs) like I'm already like, you know, in my 30s or 40s and i should be like on uh law and order with iced tea or something right now rather than still doing music <laughs> i i hear you man i'm uh, i'm past 25 myself but uh i'm in uh mid 30s right now and uh you know i'm working on doing my thing as well and it would be nice to be on law and order with iced tea but you know baby steps to the elevator <laughs> yeah yeah you know connect with the right people and uh and i guess show off your best skills and you will actually get there almost i wouldn't say without any work but if you know with the right networking half of the work would be cut you know especially if you have the talent exactly exactly it's has as i say it's it's no longer like it's not what you know it's who you know it's who knows you yeah like if you you can know somebody, especially but then not really know you. Yeah, exactly. Especially out here. <laughs> exactly. So we were just talking about your third access show, and do you you have a podcast, a radio show with that? It airs Friday, correct? What time or what time can people listen to that? You can check out the show on the uh, Mitskill Media Network, with, which is a uh, uh, podcast channel, because uh, not everyone will be able to pick up local stations that we're affiliated with unless you use the tune in radio app or something like that but uh if you would just want to check out the show really the uncensored version is online so i recommend a podcast version (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like uh on the miss kill media network which is our um major uh distribution company that helps get our show out there um you can check it out fridays Around uh, 5 or 6 p.m. Pacific, it'll be posted. And uh, follow Mix Kill Media um, on Facebook. And um, just type in uh, com, And you also can check it out on iTunes and uh, uh, Google Play Music, uh, Beats One Radio. And um, and also should be on TuneIn, too, uh, on TuneIn Radio app. Um it should be like the podcast channel on there too. So look okay. it up and uh, on 
um, trying to remember the other one. I think I, it's Slacker Radio or Stacker Radio. Is I'm it not sure what. Stitcher? I think so, yeah. I think it's on there. Um, we're all over the place, so I'm, you know, it's, I wasn't exactly sure where our show would end up at, how many companies would approve us, but a lot of them actually got back to us, and our podcast ended up on on a lot of uh, the media platforms. So there's a lot of them, just, you know, search for it, just uh, Miss Kill Media Network or MissKillMedia.com. Okay, and I'll get that in the show notes too, at least the Podbean link, and then if you want to search your favorite pod player people, you can do that and uh, see if see if you can locate it on that. If not, just go to the Podbean site and play it. Yeah. Um, and you you are in a couple of you have a, at least one other radio show, right? It's uh, called What's Really Happening. Yeah, right now uh, is weird because. Uh, I was originally was going to appear on as a guest and I kind of talked to the host, uh, shout out to Luke, uh, AKA, I don't know why he calls himself Mr. Walgreens or Walgreens, but shout out to him. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, he's a pretty cool dude. Like we even hang out like after the show and stuff. Uh, I met him actually at, uh, one of the rappers I had on my show, uh, Jay Morgan, like well-known California Bay area rapper. And I met, uh, the host of what's really happening at Jay Morgan's album release party. So I'm recording footage, like, you know, with my phone for my show to play on, you know, the concert performers and stuff like that. And we were talking and uh, somehow connected. And there you go. I came on as a guest, but I ended up becoming a guest co-host. And this week I'll be back on again uh, tomorrow live on the air on FCC Free Radio <coughs> channel uh, Studio B. Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know why they have two channels, but um, Channel Studio B at 12 noon uh, Pacific Standard Time. So that's like East Coast. Nine o'clock. 3 p.m., I think. Oh, wait, yeah, I went the wrong way. I'm used to calculating yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like Mountain Time or something. I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that would be like uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. So, like, I think so. I don't quote me. I I forgot. I used yeah, to live noon, on the East if Coast. If it's but. noon, it'd be three p.m. Eastern. It's three hours to the okay to the coast. Okay, so two I, I to the right. Midwest. I right. Yeah, I think I gave you like Hawaii time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like either Hawaii. I think Hawaii is like the last one, so that would be like three hours behind. That would be yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. So if you're yeah, in Hawaii, uh, nine o'clock is when you listen. <laughs> yeah. So nine o'clock and all the times you just look it up. But uh, if you're on the West Coast, it's uh, twelve noon uh, Pacific Standard Time tomorrow on FCC Free Radio Channel uh, Studio B. So check me out on there. Uh, I'll be uh, co-hosting because okay. uh, his his usual co-host is out. So um, there were some talks about having me on as a permanent co-host. Uh, don't quote me. I don't know yet. But we'll see. Okay, this show isn't live, so people won't hear about it, say, tomorrow for the show tomorrow. This will probably... So it'll be live on the air, but you can also go back and listen to it when it's posted as a podcast. All right, great, great. So, uh, Sebastian, you're looking to get more into doing some modeling and acting gigs, too. What have you been doing to uh, break into that industry? I've been doing uh, little, you know, baby steps. I've been doing um, appearing as extras and a few, um, I guess, independent stuff. Um, there was this one uh, 
like it was like an infomercial. You might see me in the audience. Uh, they actually, I wasn't supposed to say that, but I'm not going to say which one it was. But because um, uh, a lot of companies, they don't want to admit that they paid the audience, but realistically, yeah. nobody came to that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just being real. Um, so I was like wanted to pay that stress to act as an audience member, and uh, some some billionaire. I, I even forgot what the fuck it was. Some billionaire guy or something like giving us uh public speakings uh uh what's the word seminar uh yeah yeah it was giving one of those and it was, oh yeah it was for like fucking um like retirement plan i don't even know how i got in that i got paid so who cares but <laughs> <laughs> um you know i i i was in the background for that and i would and uh, i did a few other um yeah little appearances you hardly notice me and a few uh, like CW uh, show that you regularly film in San Francisco and it's like downtown where I used to live and know where a lot of friends live at. So I happened to be walking on the street with a friend. We were going uh, to the Castro district for, you know, just a night of clubbing. And we passed by the CW, like the not the local station, but the actual network truck, you know, okay. from like York or some shit and cameras everywhere. And my friend, who's like a big sci-fi nerd, you know, he told me what show it was. And I was like, oh, cool. So I talked to the director and we, you know, managed to get me in for a little scene of me walking by up the street or something with a friend. That was about it. You know, just a little small stuff. I'm still, you know, uh, contacting people and uh, whatever opportunities that come to me. Some I had to uh, uh, had to like deny because of scheduling conflict. But. Yeah, I've been, you know, I'm working my way up there and modeling stuff, whatever I can, you know, get. Right on, man. A foot in the door is a foot in the door. You know, it doesn't matter necessarily how big or small it is to start out. But, you know, getting that foot in is the biggest challenge. Yeah. And, um, you know, plus with my uh, recent and continuing uh, weight loss and getting healthier and let's face it, you know, the slimmer you are, the easier it is for you to get more gigs. And also the easier to uh, shop for better clothes. Like, you know, I, f- I feel great because I can actually shop in regular stores again. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard being being a fat ass in San Francisco. Oh, my God. Everyone here are toothpicks and oh, yeah. vegans or some shit like that, you know, <laughs> or at least skinny ass motherfuckers that can eat whatever they want and burn it off like two seconds, you know, just like that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you on that, man. Uh, I'm from the Midwest, but out here, like everybody walks places in the Midwest. If you go down like uh, through like two blocks of the gas station, you're driving. There's definitely a big difference. And the food being in the Midwest, even though tastier, is not as good for you. Um, Yeah, and and I know you guys uh, have Southern cooking up there in Midwest. So it's like, yeah, you already know it's like the South (laughs) with your own flavor. You know what we have in the Midwest that's not out here where I am in uh, I'm in the Bay Area now in California as well. Uh, but corn fed beef. Everybody here is talking like, oh, it's grass fed. It's good. It's good. It's better for you. Yes. But better for your taste buds. It's that corn fed beef because it's fattier, yeah. a little bit more marbly and uh, it's not as stringy. It's a better tasting cut of meat. Better for you. No. Better for your taste buds. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes and, you know, there's a balance where I, I've tried, uh, v- you know, certain vegan food and I couldn't tell the difference. Uh, we actually talked about this in one of the uh, 
the FM version of the shows in one of the old episodes. You can look that up on Mistcloud, uh, mistcloud.com slash third access radio with the number three, third access radio. Okay. And, um, uh, it was, uh, the episode where we had, uh, like a super vegan on and, you know, she, she actually mentioned there are vegan bodybuilders. I don't know how they get the protein. I, I mean, she explained it that they can get the protein from the beans and stuff, but yeah, that's still debatable. It's still debatable, but yeah. there's a few <laughs> um, professional athletes that are vegans too, like in the NFL. Like, are they like ripped? Like ripped as you would be? Like they are, they are cut. I, I don't remember who it was, but I remember watching some like uh, special on like NFL Network or something like that, and it was like showing uh, vegans in in the NFL. And yeah, I mean, are they like are they like the slim cut or are they like they're, thick they're the slim? Cut? They're like receiver build, chiseled. Okay, because to me, I don't know. I mean, muscle is muscle, but to me, is the thickness is like you're stronger. I don't know. That's just to me. I could be wrong. You know, you never know. Like I don't know anatomy to science, but I think something about long, long muscles are strong too. Uh, yeah. But some people have a longer stretch to them. Some people have more of the balled up muscle. Mm, yeah. That's, you know, actually, Hey, if you ever want to come on my show and do like a part two of the vegan episode, you know, Hey, more than welcome. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm not a vegan myself, but if, uh, <laughs> but I just but we have like two sides, like one, you know, like for people that eat either normal, like regular food or meat intake or somebody who's like vegan and kind of just, I don't know, discuss it out, but in, in a cool, like funny way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd come on and I'd try some, some vegan food. There's actually a, uh, a vegan soul food place in oakland it's called like solely vegan really uh, yeah i don't know if you've ever been there but it's like down it's down actually i don't know if it's still there but it was there but uh, if it's still there you should check it out it actually had some pretty good food they had like the fake chicken and it tasted a lot like chicken their sides were really good too but the guy was like you know with uh, soul food as I actually said, like, vegan soul food kind of seems like an oxymoron to the owner. He's like, yeah, it does, yeah. but there's, like, so yeah. much, so much, like, health issues with, like, the black community in the South eating, like, soul food. And it's like, real, he's like, real. I wanted to make a healthy alternative to it. So, and it was delicious. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the only thing I could think of when it comes to Southern cooking, because I had a roommate that was, like, you know, literally Mississippi, like, oh, my God, he's, <laughs> you know, he has to, the ass the size of Mississippi, too. Uh, uh, yeah, he literally was Southern cooking, you know, and trying to, you know, just telling him, oh, yeah, you know, we want something. You know, I, I was told because I told him, hey, you know, cook for me. I haven't gone grocery shopping yet. You know, could you do me this favor? I, you know, cook for you later or whatever. And it was like. I told him, hey, you know, kind of ease off or no butter. And he was like in shock, like it was like, the most uh, offensive thing. I mean, he was joking, but I can also tell that, you know, that Mississippi side was like, how dare you? <laughs> I know. It's like when I make like uh, breakfast at home, like I'll, I'll typically take make the bacon and then like cook the, either the eggs or potatoes in the bacon grease. You know, and is that healthy? No, <laughs> but it's delicious. <laughs> I know I used to cook like that, you know. Now, now I don't even use cooking grease or 
oil anymore. I just use like the cooking spray. That like that's enough for me, you know. Right on. Because I used to uh, like cook chicken and like grease everywhere. I'm like, what's the difference between this and fried bacon right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it sucks having to try to be healthy. <laughs> Uh, you're telling me, but being skinny is so worth it. I can be a little bit of a fat ass with a conscious mind afterwards once like, I get down to like a size 28. <laughs> how much How much weight did you lose? Um, 2015, I was 370. And now, as of now, I'm, I haven't weighed myself for this month or last month. But last I checked, I was 290. Sits or something like that. So right, huh? and how tall are you, dude? Up. How tall are you? Just to put it in perspective, about like five nine or five ten. Okay. So All you right. know the shortness and with fat, yeah. It if I was six foot, it wouldn't have been much of a problem. But because uh, how tall I am, yeah, that weight had to come off. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and it's healthier that way. You know, you gotta you gotta go through the trials and tribulations to get uh you know to where you want to go whatever your goal is yeah and let me tell you being lit a lot uh (laughs) (laughs) any fucking stolen and shit yeah lately i've been slightly more or less fucking up so i'm just like now getting back on track like eh, you gotta you know eat a little better you gotta you know wash some carbs and shit and when i'm like lit as fuck literally it does not help you know i try to keep a conscious mind um when i'm like either hella lit or after a night out with drinks and stuff but i mean so far it looks like i haven't gained anything but let's see (laughs) right on man you gotta have some fun too but (laughs) yeah oh that's you know every other weekend every other weekend you know like this weekend is more or less my cheat weekend i had yeah usually i never like mcdonald's you know, because, uh, you know, just any fast food but McDonald's. But I actually had, you know, the mitt chicken and some nuggets. And it's like, eh, fuck it. You know, it's, it's one of those weekends because I've been hella busy and stressed and shit. So I'm like, fuck it. I need it at least one day and then go back to freaking vegan patties at Subway the next day. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. I could, for the most part, I could do without McDonald's except for their breakfast. I love the McGriddle. Probably the most, un, one of the most unhealthy things they have there, but it's <laughs> like the maple syrup in the bun, sausage, egg, cheese on it. Oh, it's like I could uh, don't, eat. Don't give, me any, don't give me any ideas. I'd rather go to the soul food place. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. They're terrible. Do oh. not eat them. Uh, they're delicious. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds good as fuck, but no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's terrible for you. But, you know, that's my weakness with McDonald's, uh, their, their breakfast food. So when they went to selling breakfast all day, I was like, yes. But all right, let's let's step off the diet uh, advice because I'm not certified to give it, obviously, if I'm recommending McGriddles. Uh, but <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, advice? No. Did... Unless, unless you want to do the uh, 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 the Super Size Me remake or something. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Uh, <laughs> what? <is laughs> the... So let's uh, let's see. What advice would you have for people looking to get in? getting started out in uh in any of your industries whether it's radio music acting you know what advice would you give somebody looking to get started out or take that next level uh definitely uh uh working hard and uh networking 
two keys. Um, getting with people, uh, working with the right people, working alongside and, and building your connection. Just let yourself be known out there. Like, you know, let yourself, you know, because you never know, especially when you live in the Bay Area and especially in San Francisco, you know, you never know who you meet. You know, you just never know who you run into. And I've run, I've had the fortunate of running into a lot of uh, good people that helped me, um, you know, build up my career. And I still yeah. got a, a ways to go. But, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I guess really lucky, blessed, whatever you want to call it. The universe blessed me, whatever, depending on your uh religious preferences and um that and also just working hard like i i've been practicing um finding my voice like i know i know i can be a singer but you know having uh trying to find that voice what style what you know what vocals are comfortable for you uh is it not too much of a strain from your um uh your diaphragm or whatever the case is and uh, keep practicing keep working at it uh keep building your professionalism, uh, networking, and just do, a, just do a lot of different avenues. Like, just don't stick to one shit because you never know what could happen. You really want to be a one-hit wonder. If it's, you know, if the industry is not really meant for you and you're like, yeah, this ain't my shit. I think I'm going to, you know, collect my money and take a break. That's fine. You know, it's not meant for everyone. And it's hard work uh, to maintain and keep your name as highlighted as much as a drake or a race murder or gucci man or whatever all right yeah so definitely find your own voice and if that your voice works i'll give you longevity instead of just like trying to copy somebody else to capture that success is that kind of what you're saying yeah exactly exactly all right perfect perfect so what do you do to promote yourself um do you use social media word of mouth or what do you do it's like a little bit of everything like i i uh some days i go around and passing out uh random ass flyers or uh or major social media promotions rather if it's uh free or paid for to uh um posting like different memes and stuff because you know i find it funny but also it's kind of you know what grabs the attention of everyone because everyone wants to wake up in the morning and and you know look at their instagram and see some funny shit and that's what i post <laughs> you know, right on my uh my sense of humor can be a little crude but you know who isn't secretly behind doors <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah like out here people don't like to necessarily uh admit the crudeness but you go back back east like from the midwest to the east like at least you know friends like tend to bust each other's balls a little bit more <laughs> yeah, yeah like uh, out here like the roasting is real man <laughs> yeah yeah that's like tuesday night you know you go out and your friends show up <laughs> hey what's up dickhead and that means you like them <laughs> oh, that's a normal conversation for me and, and you know some of my siblings and friends and whatever i'm like i'm like what bitch <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's like normal my dad looking at me like that's how you really answer i'm like this is how we really get on this is a normal conversation <laughs> <laughs> i hear you on that so when somebody listens to your music or your radio shows is there something that you would like them to take away or what do you want them to remember about your performances i think um that when it comes to uh reaching out to people or um 
the eye con the eye contact that soul con contact uh with music um is what really important to me like you you can feel it you know you can feel it or you can feel the truth behind it or whether rather if it's my show you feel the truth you know we don't filter anything uh, to um uh my performances where you know i interact with people you know i give you a show you know you interact with me a little bit and then uh we make it a, you know it's all i want is for a great time and i make sure i give the best experience you know i would have uh, a full like Chris Brown like concert where I'm coming from a trampoline or some shit out of, <laughs> out of the ceiling or something or like some some Jesus type shit you know <laughs> you know just um you know give you that best experience because it's always you know with a lot of artists today I hear you know like for example like Party Next Door uh, you know I fucking love Party Next Door I love his music uh signed to Drake's OVO label. I think he needs a little more promotion, but whatever, you know, where I've seen some of his performances or according to other people where it wasn't really that good. Because to me, it's like he seems like the shy in the shadow type. Okay. Like kind of shy in the dark type. So he just got a little bit of fame, but really he, because he's been ghostwriting for hella people, even Rihanna. Like he was the guy who sung the reference track for Rihanna's work. Like you hear the original version on YouTube. And okay. honestly, no offense to Rivi, I love you, but his was better. No offense, girl, but his was a little better than yours. Where, uh, you know, just somebody like that where, you know, their performances are not all that, I guess, jump out at you. Still, the music is great. And really, now on Generation, they don't give a fuck about, like, if you write your own music or not. Or if you do this or that. Because... Uh, you you know the the singer Jemaya, like you know, you know him, right? Yeah. Uh, he was on tour with Party Next Door, and I I woke up this morning. It was actually last night, but I didn't watch it because I just passed out to sleep. I was hella lit. Uh, <laughs> um, I was watching this morning where Jemaya just started. Now, you're gonna go on stage. You're on Party Next Door's tour. You're literally opening for the headliner, which is Party, which is PND Party Next Door, and okay. you're gonna go on stage. And and diss him before he comes out and said, you know, he's a bitch ass nigga. He doesn't uh, he, he you know, they use special equipment for his voice and singing and all that shit. Now, this is not the first time I heard something like that about him. But, you know, there's like something about this other guy named Titus or whatever his name is singing for him or whatever the case is. But anyways, you know, you're talking trash about the person you're uh, uh, performing for and and say that he's not really a he's fake singing or sinking or whatever people don't give a fuck you know he jeremiah was on stage was like hey you know oh yeah i bet y'all won't clap for him now you know he's a fake and whatever motherfucker can still clap for him like <laughs> more claps than you niggas <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's just generation now they don't really care it's like it i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but i know you know both of us probably from the 90s generation where lyrics was everything and yeah if you didn't have the skills and know how to freestyle on the top of your dome just like that you were whack as fuck and now it's the other way around where i've i've even seen uh but i i think hip-hop is going to turn back around to that because i've seen uh little yachty he actually did an actual freestyle or at least tried to and i was shocked when i saw that and i'm like 
hold up, it's just the same Twizzler hair having ass nigga, or just somebody else. I have to, you know, is that the clone? You know, the Freemason got him or what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and it, it was shocking. And then I think because a lot of them, um, they're kind of realizing, I guess, real hip hop again, or and they're pressured from the old heads to defend themselves and. Even little Yachty is, you know, if you listen to him in the interview, he's hella intelligent, more than a lot of people give him credit for. And I don't really, you know, like the mumble rap generation per yeah. se, you know, unless I'm at a party and I'm, you know, I'm high as fuck, but I don't care. But to say that the lyricists, no, that's when I'm going to take this bottle and shut up your ass. No, they're not lyricists. <laughs> yeah, like I'm into outcast um some ludicrous and stuff like that like i love ludicrous's play of words and then then i i just could not go with like the mumble rap the bling bling rap it just wasn't it didn't interest me anymore i was more into like as i said outcast bone thugs and harmony back in the day you know where there's layers of either layers of basically vocal harmony rapping which is what bone thugs and harmony was um yeah or very creative lyrics and musical concepts like outcast and ludicrous that that's what got my mind going and that you know that's what uh for a lot of people like why hip-hop was you know as i said earlier in the 90s were at an all-time high it is slowly getting back there where that's all you hear but at that time is was you know it was a major influence everyone had to reach out to that sound even beck or you know subline or even um uh you know lincoln park or whoever you know yeah yeah they that uh too bad that say Limp Biscuit got a hold of the rap rock thing and just kind of ruined it, because uh, <laughs> there was yeah there, that and, has you know, a lot and, of potential. But yeah, it is even more shameful because he is from uh, the same hometown uh, where I'm from. Um, I'm originally uh, grew up in and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. So. And he was there, you know, I've actually, I've actually met him a little bit before he became famous because my cousin worked at Cypress Records, which is now a a major country label. But at the time they were working with, you know, rappers in the nineties, like 69 boys, which are from Jacksonville, uh, ghost town DJs, uh, all the them are from Jacksonville. They just went to Atlanta because that was where (laughs) the major labels were. So, you know, they went there, but they're really from Jacksonville. Um, and I, I was there with my cousin. I'm like five or six years old. And I seen this white dude, you know, dressed like a, a black guy with tattoos and stuff, you know, before I even knew who Eminem was. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm looking at him. I'm like, yeah, yeah cool, dude. OK, whatever. And and then I heard him like rap something that was like half rock. And it, it sounded like uh, like a little bit like the subline uh what I got instrumental but a little bit different and he was rapping on that and I'm like, yeah, this dude, okay, he's pretty cold. He's pretty cold, white boy, you know, whatever. So I knew at the time, so I just said white boy. Now race yeah. doesn't matter to me, but at that time being down there, uh I said that, you know, that's actually what I said. <laughs> like this white boy can flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially at that time when there wasn't a whole lot of uh white people in uh the hip hop scene. Yeah. You know, at least and, performing. You know, yeah, or they weren't, uh, or a lot of them were not the vanilla ice, you know, persona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That too. You have. You have. And, and uh, just for reference, now I don't know how truth this is, but I heard you know Lip Biscuit is kind of an asshole, like douchebag. I just taxi driver knew him, uh, and told us the kind of stories behind it. I don't know how true it is, but from what I heard, you know Fred Durst need to calm down a little bit, man. <laughs> From what I heard, that is true, too, but I don't know. I've never actually met him, so I can't uh, give a true story of what, you know, what he's like. But nah, I mean, you can tell he he never hung. He never he never really hung around the niggas in Jacksonville because he was in my neighborhood. Uh, he would have got smacked back down to size into humble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You> know, dead serious. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, amazing uh, how humble uh, an ass beating could make you. <laughs> it's why I use it, you know, I use it a lot, you know, a lot of people need it too. It's, you know, the only way that, it's like the only thing that works, unfortunately. <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, well, before I get to the final question, help people find you. Where can uh, they either see you performing or find uh, find your shows? Just give your, even if you've given the links already in the show, just recap like where people can find your work. Um, as far for uh, concerts and performing, um, yeah, as soon as I get some fucking music out there, I would love to, but um, I want to get it out there, but my own schedule is pretty packed and also people i work with musically their schedule is packed so slow progress is like coming together but still slow as fuck slower than i want it to but i guess patience is the key so i try to be patient so <laughs> just hurry to fuck up uh, <laughs> uh but shout out to everyone you know that's like producing for me and stuff like that i appreciate it so much right now uh, shout out to uh mood pine assassin uh uh raid zero Cosmo Coyote, all those guys, uh, be working with them soon. And, uh, yeah, and uh, performances, not any right now. Uh, I'll definitely let you guys know uh, where to find me, social media, <clears throat> Twitter, at Sebastian Vigo, um, S-E-B-A-S-T-I-A-N-V-E-G-O. Um, same thing for Instagram, Facebook, Sebastian Vigo Music, Um you can find uh, my show on the Mix Kill Media Network, uh, com. also on iTunes and Beats One Radio and uh, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Play Music and other places you can find the show. <clears throat> also um, uh, on Smash Rock Radio Network, which is our uh, sister station or we're the sister station of them. Uh, you can check it out on the Spreaker Radio, or you can check it out on TuneIn and a few other places. Uh, and uh, uh, just look for the the link uh, on my Twitter. And also, uh, older episodes and the more the FM version of the show is uploaded usually on Mixcloud, mixcloud.com, forward slash third, as in the number three, RD, access, uh, A-S-I-S radio. So just look it up. Uh, mixcloud.com forward slash third access radio all right perfect man perfect so i will have those in the show notes for uh for the listeners to click on and check you out and i got the final question for you coming up it's kind of the title question of the show yeah it's sebastian how do you live uncontained hmm. well i guess the most I guess the most important is, uh, you know, stay strong, 
definitely stay strong. Um, don't, uh, just don't give a fuck what people say. Just, you know what I mean? Do your thing. You know, I say a lot of harsh shit and sometimes people backburn on my ass like Trump or whatever. But then again, I'm not racist. I'm just an asshole. I hate everyone equally. I just happen <laughs> to say it's slightly racist shit. <laughs> but, you know, everyone gets it from me. So don't, don't feel, don't feel bad. I hate all of you. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, just cause what the one thing I notice uh, the South versus the West coast is that um, the political correctness is awesome. It was better when I first got here and moved out here in 2012. But now I notice it's becoming com- just complicated, a.k.a. stop with the ass kissing and just say, you know, the truth and not water it down. You know what I mean? The, yes. po- the PC political correctness is, is like, yes, it's good to a degree. But don't go up the ass like a cavity search up your anus with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I was doing stand up at one point, and uh, after a set, I, I I was doing some jokes about uh, bums, and <laughs> after after the set, oh, somebody came up to me and was like, you know, that'd be a whole lot more funny if <laughs> uh, you know instead of saying bums, you said homeless people. And uh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, actually, it'd be less funny saying that. It'd be more politically correct, but less funny. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, thank you for the advice, but bye. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, and it's just, it's like you know um, where I usually volunteer at at the uh, uh, LGBT uh, community center. Uh, I you know I volunteer there usually every week and. You know, there is like this new thing, you know, it's where they introduce, you know, who you are and you have this question or whatever they, in other words, they talk your ear off before you get to eat any food, you know, because they know they have some bomb ass food, but they like to talk your ear off before words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they were talking about this one new thing I noticed and they were talking about like, like if you're talking to somebody and you're like, you know, like you're trying to understand their situation and you're like, uh, oh, you know, I totally understand. Now I get, I get the point behind it. Don't, you know, don't act like you understand and you don't, don't be fake about it. But to say, to make a whole big deal, kind of saying some shit about it, you know, bringing it up in the introduction and like, oh, you know, don't say, you know, you know, like you understand, just say, uh, you know, some alternative saying that, you know, you uh, I guess kind of get what they're going through, but not exactly. If if that makes sense. Yeah. It's it's like it's like how can you be so offended by that? Like <gasps> I'm gonna tell the staff. You know, it's just I don't get it. It's that's where it's kind of going too far. It's too watered down. Like yeah. for me, it's like when people got offended because I say the word, uh, you know, retarded. Like you know, I I probably wouldn't say it around people that were mentally disabled on the bus. But, you know, if like right in front of them, it's like because I respect like they can't help who they are, you know, what happened to them. But it's just, you know, when I guess uh, it's going to sound a little shitty, but whatever. I guess when they're not around, it's like, what's the big deal? Just say retarded, say stupid. It's more of a slang to me rather than that's like directly at mentally disabled people. That's not what I'm aiming at. I'm just saying you're being a retard. You're being a dumbass. Okay, you and know. retard just means underdeveloped, you know. It's like <laughs> not necessarily using it in the slang where is, as you were saying, is not directly 
um, like if you called a mentally challenged person a retard, yeah, that a retard that'd be a really dick move. But yeah. you know, if you have like a friend or something like that, and you call like a retard just like that or like say something's retarded i don't see anything necessarily wrong with that my sister-in-law who is a special needs teach uh, teaches special needs students oh, does God. see something wrong with that <laughs> but like oh it's... my sister was like the same way because i've said that word since i was a, a teenager and she was like a social worker and i think she still is um a social worker with people that were uh, mentally uh, disabled and she used to get on my ass about using that word when I was a teenager, especially when I came over to her, uh, her place and, you know, visiting my brothers and stuff on the weekends. And it's like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that big of a deal. None of your clients are here at home with you. And also, why would they be? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's in a way I understand, like, the teachers that are dealing with them or the parents of special needs people because they have to feel like they're defending them yeah they they stand up for them they're like okay i don't want that to be an attack on who i'm taking care of but still it's you know i don't know you can't you can't win every battle and shit gets said it's kind of like referring to something as gay you know that's gay but not necessarily you know calling some like calling somebody gay or you know or even the word fag or whatever like that word has been through more definitions than uh paris hilton has been as a slut throughout her career for it's <laughs> it's just yeah that word has went through so many definitions than people that buy clothes every year is is it's like the word fag started off as a bundle of sticks mm-hmm. then a uh, uh insulting slang towards gays now thanks to south park which was well they promoted it, but it was already the definition was going to change anyways. Uh, if you really look it up, the word fag is just meant for someone who's just being annoying or something that's annoying as fuck. And <laughs> that South Park episode was brilliant, by the way. <laughs> and really, that's what it, you know, it, it was the, the word was already becoming that. But South Park just promoted it and it became, you know, now it's like officially that's what it means or one of the definitions, you know, and uh, the degrading slain towards gays is actually slowly disappearing slowly if we can get rid of all the trump supporters with a you know sniper roof uh you know yeah yeah (laughs) and you know yeah obviously if you called a gay person a fag it may be hurtful but you know like directed towards him in that connotation but you know i i do think the meanings of words can change like south park and the you know like they're cha- trying to change the name definition yeah. and the meaning of the word so it's like uh, people need to take context clues too but <laughs> <laughs> man and you know that's pretty much my definition of i guess yeah saying uncontained just not go by the bullshit of society do your own thing uh i'm not saying wear wear a whole meat outfit like lady gaga unless that's your thing and go for it but yeah, maybe, make sure you make sure you eat all that meat or donate it to you know shelters afterwards. <laughs> maybe you just want to feel a good ribeye on your skin. I don't know. Maybe that's what that, that just sounds weird and disturbing. I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> I've never I'm, been like you know, I want to wear this ribeye. I'm not really into like food fetish porn. I, I don't imagine sticking my dick through a donut hole and having Homer suck me off or something. It's just no. <laughs> 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be a, a weird fantasy, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judging, but but all uh, right. Yeah, you know, I I know some people out there have that. Like I've seen a lot of shit in the city, so I know some people out there got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can think of it, it's probably been done. That's all. That's all I can say. And if it if you <laughs> but if you can't find it on the internet, it might not exist because just about everything's on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a site out there specializing for it, like literally the psychology of food porn fetish. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll just call it cooking with nuts or something like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just made that up. If that exists, uh, I don't I, know. I don't want to find out because I don't no. want to know what they do to the nuts. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't don't need to find that out. But thank you, thank you for coming on my show putting that visual in my head um, <laughs> you're welcome i love disturbing people with a smile <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and i i do have one more thing left for you to do before we wrap up the show uh it's for you to sign off of the show it's very simple basically it's just you have to say hi my name is sebastian of uh, vega and um I live uncontained, and you can throw anything. I'm gonna edit this part out of me explaining this. So yeah, um, <laughs> use it as a promote promo and commercial if you want. Yeah, basically, <laughs> if you want to do that, and I just want kind of a like catchphrase at the end, saying saying your name. I live uncontained, and if you want to throw something else in it, like your own special, you know, message with it, or if you have like a catchphrase you want to throw in, you can do that as well. So, um, G. If you want to take a second, just think of something you can, or if you just want to go with the... Uh, yeah, I'll just go with that. I already got something. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I'll cue it up again just so you know. Okay. All right. All right, Sebastian, before I let you go, I have one more thing that I like to have my guests do, and that is sign off the show. Will you do me the honor? Will do. Uh, drum roll, please. I nice just tapped the mic. Roll. I don't know how that how that sounded <laughs> or not, but <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yo, so you know, it's your boy uh, Sebastian Vigo, aka SB Hella Hunnets, and I always keep it one hundred because I live uncontained. Yeah. And that does it for today. Thank you for listening, and thanks again to Sebastian Vigo for coming on the show today. Please make sure you continue to keep going to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Yes, rate, review, subscribe, share. You learn sharing in kindergarten people, so why why stop now? Yeah, share with uh, people you like, share with your digital friends, share with your fake friends, share with your real friends. As long as you're sharing the show, getting the word out, that's what matters, and that helps me get the word out about other performers, other people in their entertainment industry, other people who have things going on and keep you informed as well. And I'll stop rambling on and on about that as long as you get to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, tune in and rate, review, subscribe and share. It's just that easy. I want to know how you are living uncontained. If uh, you're out doing something that uh, that's setting you out, setting you free. Uh, go on out, take a picture, a video, hashtag it, live 
uncontained across social media facebook instagram twitter whatever it is just hashtag it live uncontained let me see what you're doing uncontained i have one more track for you from sebastian vigo and the perp gang this is called cell therapy and uh as always until next time live uncontained See, today we're going to talk about change. So I'm going to bring change to both of my ass online. But, uh, check it. Smoking weed, bumping, gangs delicious, shopping, carrots, cleaning dishes, purple mold, looking suspicious, but I buy no more bread cause I'm low on EBT. I'm hotter than the flame in a microwave, inside another microwave, and plus I'm radioactive with futuristic tactics, plus got game like pictures. I'm like Sega Genesis cause I'm from the 90s, attention entire world, my weed is gone, my weed is gone. It just feel wrong like a dad dancer smoking the bear, I need me weeds. I need me some weed with hair like Mara Simpson, Angela Davis. I be feeling cravings and mitigated frustrations. It's a type of world where people can't face reality. My soldier is the mentality gets me through the day. One of the coldest out of Texas is the hardest in the bay. Uh, that's all I wrote. That's all I wrote. But now check the rhymes from Sebastian Bay. Go on. I need weed, it's how I breathe I'm paranoid, trying to avoid The empty void, trying to feel I'm getting pissed when I find this punk bitch Who sold my shit, and now I'm ready to kill Was it the government, or was this a punishment? I refuse to pay some unfair dues Not having my weed, it's a crisis They bomb niggas, and they blaming on ISIS With crisis Back at the lab with a pen and pad I sit back trying to create Without Mary Jane giving me brain All I feel is hate Wake up this morning, I was so disturbed Kick rocks to the curb To whoever gone took off with my weed When I come for you, we gon' have to make Terminator part 3 You niggas don't know, am I dreaming? Or am I fiending? Oh why, oh why, I wake up and screaming It seems like I'm happier when I'm high as a guy I take flight, no fear of heights I might fly to the sky So I can see the difference between day and night Understand why there's so much hate Towards someone who's gay or a dyke Some deep paranormal shit Cell therapy Use your two tools to avoid these two fools Ready to duel You can't buy a one dollar mule Without my sticky icky I got a little wicked It keeps my mind chill and grown I'm one I'm hella stone In the forest I feel like I'm at home But I need my own grown Mary Jane to ease my pain Greet me with a smile every morning like the sunshine. Every day I have to be high. (laughs) Cell therapy 2015.
but I want to hear the, the 